Welcome to episode 60 of the Balanced Working Moms podcast. I'm Rena Misha, and I'm so glad you're here. If you're a busy mom like me who's juggling just about everything, you're totally in the right place. In this podcast, you're going to learn secrets and how to live your life so you feel so much more balanced. Hello, and welcome to our episode today. And today we're going to talk about a common problem that almost everybody I know has. Almost everybody I know. And what we're going to be talking about is how to keep work out of our heads when we're home and we're not working. And I hope you're one of the lucky ones who does not have this problem. (laughs) I hope you are. But even if you don't have this problem, keep listening in because the ideas you're going to hear are just going to help you stay more organized. They're going to help you move forward. But if you do have this issue, definitely keep listening. Let's dive right in and let's talk about this topic that's literally on everybody's minds. (laughs) Okay, let's get started. Hello, my friend. Welcome into our episode again. This is such a great topic, isn't it? It's like it's on everybody's minds. I love talking about what we're really thinking about. What is really bothering us? Podcasting is such a great thing, isn't it? We take all these problems that are bothering us, that are bothering so many people, and we talk about them. Problems that you may struggle with and you don't mention them to anybody. Maybe you tell your spouse. But so many people have this problem where we cannot separate our minds from work. And it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating because I'm talking to working moms. So we have other things that we have to do. You know, we have to take care of our kids. We have to take care of our household. We have friends. We have so much that we need to do. And sometimes we're just so consumed thinking about how to solve these work problems. And we just don't know how to get all this stuff out of our brain so we can focus on the other parts of our life, take care of them so that we do feel more balanced. But I want to let you know that if you're feeling this way, you are not alone. (laughs) You are definitely not alone. You are in great company. There are so many of us who are going through this exact same thing. So let me tell you about last Friday afternoon, which is what inspired this episode. So last Friday afternoon, and I don't have to say another word, right? (laughs) Just saying it was Friday afternoon, you know, this story, it's not going to end well, okay? You know, you know already. So let me tell you what happened. It was Friday afternoon, and I'd had a great work day. You know, a great Friday. I was finishing up the last few things that I wanted to finish to finish out my week. I was even doing a little bit of pre-work to get ready for my next week. I had my to-do list knocked out. I felt very organized. I was also organizing my files. Just, it was perfect. It was just the perfect kind of Friday where you finish what you're doing You get organized, you organize for the next week. Everything was going so incredibly well. I was ready to end my day and I felt so great about myself. 
you know, when you feel like, okay, I can start my weekend. Work is in a really good spot. I've done a great job. Let's put it to bed now and, you know, start focusing on the other parts of my life. Start focusing on my family, my home, all that. But then it happened and you can guess what happened about a half hour before I was supposed to get off work. I got an email. Oh no. (laughs) And it wasn't a bad email. You know, it was just about an assignment that I needed to do for the next week. But here's what happened. My analytical brain would not be quiet. Okay. (laughs) It kept thinking about that email. So here I had done everything on Friday that I could possibly do to kind of ease my mind, finish up my work. And then I get the email. I get the email with this new assignment that just gets my mind moving. My mind is trying to just get the work done. You know, (laughs) our mind, we don't like unfinished projects. You know, we want to take a project and we want to finish it. We want to get it done, move on to the next thing. And then, you know, it even happened. I'm confessing everything to you. But I actually even woke up in the middle of the night on Friday and I'm literally creating queries in my head. (laughs) I'm doing the work in my head, creating the data that I need for the next week. I mean, that is wrong, right? That is not good. But this happens to all of us. You know, we have our best intentions to separate work life from home life, but our brains do not understand this. Our brains do not shut off when they're supposed to, right? Because I want my brain to stop thinking about reports and doing queries. I'm trying to sleep, but my brain, it wants to get the work done. It wants to finish the task. So the question is, what do we do? Because I know I'm not the only one this happens to. This happens to you. This happens to so many of my friends. It happens to other working moms. It happens to pretty much anybody who feels vested in their job, right? You enjoy what you do. A lot of us, we like being a working mom. We like our work. We want to do it well. And we're not a computer, you know? It's so interesting, right? Because we're knowledge workers. So it's not like when we sign out from work or whatever you do to differentiate work from home. It's not like when you sign out or you close your computer, your head turns off and your brain just stops working because we are not robots. (laughs) You know, we are not machines who, when the computer clicks off, we also turn our brains off. Most people who listen to this podcast, we are knowledge workers. That means that we are not paid for producing a widget. You know, we're not in a factory making a widget. We are paid for what's going on in our brain. We're paid for our problem-solving abilities, our analytical skills. And that's what our brains are trained to do. They analyze, they think, they try to solve problems. And it doesn't matter if we're on the clock or off the clock. Our brain does its function and it thinks and it solves problems. And if you've ever tried to meditate, you already know that trying to turn your brain off, even if only for five seconds, is impossible. 
Because like I said, the brain's job is to think and it does it very, very well. With meditation, usually what we do is we focus on our breath so that we don't get carried away by our thoughts. But inevitably, and you know this, if you've ever meditated, our minds move. They move along. They don't stay on our breath. They start thinking and they get lost in our thoughts. And that's what the practice of meditation is, is to notice, oh, wow, (laughs) I just had a thought. And then you go back to breathing. Okay, that's what meditation is. Meditation, a lot of people think that meditation is not thinking. Well, my friend, your brain is going to think. That is how it's created. The goal in meditation is to notice when it's thinking and bring our mind back to our breath, bring our focus back to our breath. And that's what creates mindfulness is to notice what's going on. And if you're interested in learning more about meditation, because that could 100% help with turning our minds off work, and I'll link to that episode in the show notes where I talk about how to meditate. But my point is, is that if you can't stop thinking about work or whatever it is that you don't want to think about, but your brain keeps thinking about it, know that this is completely normal. Your brain, it's just doing its job and it's trying to solve problems. And let me throw something in here, something a little off topic, but why not? Because it is a blessing to be a working mom. I started off this episode saying that some people do not have this problem. And one of the main reasons why some people do not have the problem of shutting off work is because they are so, so busy as a mom. They're so busy. So as soon as work is done, their brain is on their kids, their household. So it is a real blessing to be a working mom because some of us, we feel like we don't even have that option, like that luxury to think about work because we're so busy. So for those people, I just want you to kind of take a minute and appreciate your role. You know, so often people feel guilty about being a working mom. A lot of people may not really see the benefits. So let's take a minute. And for those of you who do not have this problem, because you are so busy and because you're so focused on your kids and your family, let's appreciate that right now. Appreciate the blessing of being the working mom. But now for those of us who can't turn our brains off work, it's really exhausting, right? It's almost doubly exhausting because we have to take care of our kids and our household and our spouse and all the other things while we're thinking about work. So that's why I'm doing this episode because I want to take care of you. I want to teach you how to take care of yourself so that you can be more balanced. Because here's often what happens. Our minds are working to solve these work problems. You know, we're working in our brains, even when we're not on the clock. We're coding, whatever it is you do for a living. Maybe you're a therapist, you're thinking about how to help your client, whatever it is you're doing you're thinking about solving this work problem. But then your body, 
maybe is doing something else. Maybe you're physically, you're driving your kids to school. Maybe you're running errands. You're doing chores. You're making dinner. All while you're solving work problems. And oh my gosh, is it no wonder us moms are so exhausted? Think about it. Our mind is at work and our bodies, we're doing something else. We're already on to our second and third shifts, taking care of our kids and our household. This is really, really painful for many working moms. Because can you just picture what it's like to be in their body and their brain? Just imagine the jumble. And you probably don't have to work hard because you may already be there. You know, you're either one of the lucky moms who just doesn't feel like they could even do both and they're able to separate it. Or you're like me and you have the jumble in your mind where you're literally doing both at the same time. And this is so important to talk about because this leads to serious imbalance. And our goal here on this podcast is to make working moms feel more balanced and having everything going on in your mind isn't good for you. And that is putting it mildly. You know it's not good for you. So what's the solution? What can you do? How can you turn off work and focus on your family and your household when it's not work time? And one of the secrets to doing this is to have a work shutdown ritual. That sounds so professional, (laughs) a work shutdown ritual. But what is a work shutdown ritual? And this is a routine that you can do when the workday is done. And it symbolically separates your workday from the rest of your day. So what you're doing is you're showing your brain, okay, I am done with this part of my workday. And then it lets you turn on your non-workday mode. You know that mode when you need to start making dinner and doing all that other stuff. You need the separation, like I said, because otherwise you are going to keep working in your mind for 24-7. You're going to be like me up at 2 (laughs) a.m. writing queries in your head. We do not want that for you, okay? Now, for many people, a shutdown ritual is as simple as leaving the office, right? So you get your work bag, you put on your coat, you get into your car, or you go on the bus, whatever you do, and it symbolizes to your brain, hey, I'm done working. But that was true in the good old days. Now, many of us, we're working from home, or even if we're in the office, you know, we may have our laptop that we're bringing home. Many of us have the cell phone. So leaving work, which is what people did, you know, for eons, that's how people left work, is you literally physically left work. That no longer applies for many of us anymore, not in our technology age. Even if you physically work in the office, leaving the office, it doesn't represent anything. You know, you're leaving the office with your technology in hand. So leaving the actual physical space, that is not helpful. (laughs) That is no longer helpful. So given that leaving your physical workplace doesn't help you shut your brain off, 
how can we create some kind of distance, some kind of space? And this is where fun and creativity comes in. Because what your work shutdown ritual looks like is entirely up to you. So much fun. And what I'm going to do next is I'm going to tell you some things that other people do, but I encourage you, explore what works for you. This is why I love being a coach, because I don't tell you what to do. You know, I'm not going to say, do step one, do step two, do step three. That is ridiculous. As your coach, I want you to just get some ideas and try something. You know, try what works for you. Experiment and have fun with this because it's really important. You know, it's really, really important for your balance that you be able to shut things down in your brain when you're not working. When you're not on the clock and you're helping your kids with their homework, that you're not kind of multitasking and thinking about work. And you know what? Also, everybody who listens to this podcast, we all have different professions. You know, as a teacher, you're going to need a different shutdown ritual than other people because you do work in the evenings. It's part of your job description, unfortunately. I mean, I don't think this is necessarily a good thing. A lot of teachers I know are very burned out. And given how unique your job is and what's also expected of you, you know, some people, their workplace expects them to be on the laptop, to be on the phone, to be doing things late at night and early in the morning. So that's why I cannot come to you and just say, okay, here's your solution, because that would be ridiculous. You have to do what works for you. And my intention, the reason for this podcast is to just make you aware that you can create this work shutdown ritual. Whatever the demands of your particular job is, you can create some kind of ritual around them that works for your unique job. Okay, so you need a work shutdown ritual that's as unique as you are and as unique as your job is. The only thing I'm going to advise you to do is to make your shutdown ritual realistic. Because if you regularly check your email every evening, telling yourself you're never ever going to do this again, amen, it's not realistic, okay? (laughs) You're going to check your emails. Another example, let's say you never leave work on time. You know, stuff always comes up, maybe the last hour of work, and you end up getting stuck staying late. Telling yourself, I'm never going to stay late again, maybe not realistic. Instead, maybe telling yourself two days out of the week, I'm not going to stay late again. Maybe that's more realistic. So ease into it, okay? I encourage this with almost every single podcast I do because I want to set you up for success. I want your success to be inevitable so that you create a ritual that you could really do every day, every week, and it really works for you. It really reduces that work stress so that you can feel more balanced. Now let's have some more fun. 
now that I've cautioned you that one person's ritual may not be the same as yours, let me tell you about what some other people do. So much fun. So let's talk about Cal Newport. Cal Newport is an author. I personally, I really respect him. He wrote a book called Deep Work, and he's always talking about how to get more done, you know, how to be efficient. He has very interesting things to say. But what he does, it's very interesting what he does. So at the end of his workday, he literally says a shutdown affirmation. Here's what he says. He says, schedule shutdown complete. (laughs) Isn't that adorable to literally say, schedule shutdown complete. But you know what happens? You all know this. You could say that a million times and your brain will still go back to thinking about work. So then when he found himself worrying about work, he would have something else that he would tell himself. And here's what he would say. He would say to himself, I completed my schedule shutdown ritual today. I wouldn't have allowed myself to complete the process if I didn't trust that my plan makes sense. Therefore, I'm not worried. So that's what he would say to himself every time he worried. And he reports that it took him about a month. And after about a month, his urge to ruminate and think about work was reduced till it was almost non-existent. So that's what he did. Very interesting, right? To have an affirmation and to have a supporting affirmation when he felt like his primary affirmation, maybe he didn't believe it 100%. So very interesting to have an affirmation to help you separate work from non-work. Here's another thing you can do. You can have a transitional activity. You know, we already discussed that the transition activity used to be physically leaving work. That no longer works. But even if you're working from home, you can still create a transition activity that helps you to transition from work to home. Here are some ideas. You could take a walk. You could change your outfit. That makes me laugh. Just like in the olden days when we would dress up for work and we'd come home and change our clothes, you could do something similar. You can also have a food ritual where maybe you have some nice tea, a healthy snack, whatever it is. For my transition activity, I actually like to rest, and I've talked about this on other podcasts, because the rest, that is really important to me. So I'll maybe lie down for half hour. When I used to have to go pick up my kids from preschool, I would rest in the car, so I'd maybe get to the parking lot 10 minutes early, and I would sit in the car and just chill out for 10-15 minutes. And for me, this resting is an amazing transition activity because it's win-win. You know, I get to rest so I have more energy for the next part of my day. And it also tells my brain, okay, (laughs) you're done work. You now focus on other stuff. So that really, really helps. So think about other things that you can do that are transition activities that could really get you to shut your mind off work. So, so important. Okay, another shutdown ritual 
is to write down your to-dos. Remember I was talking about my Friday and how I got organized for the rest of the week? That is really, really helpful because one of the reasons why our brain does not shut down is because, you know, we have these to-dos that we are terrified of forgetting. You know, we have an assignment due the next week or whatever it is, we don't want to forget about it. So ending your day, writing down what you have to do the next day is very powerful to letting it go. You know, write that list down and then let it go from your mind. And by the way, you know, if you're thinking about work in your evenings and during non-work time, writing down your thoughts can also really help. Because another reason why we can't stop thinking about work is we're worried that the solutions we're coming up with in our brain, we're worried that we're going to forget about them. So if you think about something, you think of a great solution, go ahead, write it down, and that will let your brain know it can stop working so hard. You know, it can focus on something else now. So don't overlook the simple idea of just writing things down. I know it feels so simple. You almost feel like it's not going to work, but it's so important for letting the brain know that it, it can rest. It doesn't have to be working so hard. It can chill out. It can rest because you got it. You know, you'll see it the next day. Another thing that people with work shutdown rituals like to do is they like to create some order before they leave for the day. And this is really, really nice. I know some of us have really, really busy jobs and we would love to do this, but it can be really hard to find the time. But if you're able to do this, this is gold, okay? So having your work shutdown ritual involves spending a few minutes at the end of the day cleaning things up, okay? That means you go through your emails, you archive the ones you don't need anymore. You go through your files, you rename them, and you put them in the right spot so you can find them again. Maybe you look at your calendar so you know what you have to do the next day. Maybe you physically clean up your desk. I'm so guilty because as I'm podcasting, I see my old mug from the last day that I worked, okay? That is not good. So you physically, you take your stuff and you clean it up. Again, this is so win-win. So win-win because you're helping your mind know it's time to stop work, but you're also organizing yourself, which makes you a better employee. It makes you better with your work. Maybe people going behind you can actually find stuff because you're putting the files where they need to go. You're not leaving a mess in your digital computer. You're not leaving a mess on your desk. You are cleaning up. So that is a terrific ritual if it works for you. So which of these ideas do you think you can implement? Which one? And like I always tell you, don't tell me you're going to do all of them. Uh -uh -uh. (laughs) That will not work and you will stick with none of them. So instead, Pick one thing that I said or come up with something on your own. You know, come up with what works for you. And then so you don't forget, write down what you're going to do. Or even better, 
Schedule it in your planner. I literally have my transitional activity scheduled in my planner. Does that sound crazy? I have rest right there in my planner, right there after work. I know I'm going to rest. I try not to schedule anything else in that time. I don't spend a lot of time resting, but I know that those few minutes are really, really important to me. So I literally have it in my calendar. So go ahead, whatever you're going to be doing, write it down, put it in your calendar and give it a try, you know, see what works. Maybe you'll have to play with it. You probably will. You know, that's how life is. We make a plan and then we have to change it. But go ahead and start. That's the key. Come up with one ritual you can do. And then, my friend, enjoy the balance and energy you're going to feel when your mind is no longer like spaghetti. (laughs) It's no longer having all the different roles in there at the same exact time. Because your goal and my goal, all of us, is as much as possible to focus only at work when we're at work and only on our family when we're with our family. And of course, it's not always going to happen because as we said when we first started this episode, we are humans and not machines and we cannot turn off one or the other. We're just people, you know, but the more we can do this, And the more we can focus on one thing at a time, the more balanced and effective you're going to be in all your roles, in all of those roles. And I wish you, my friend, the blessings of more joy and balance in your life as you focus on one thing at a time. Thank you for listening. And I wish you so much success with your new work shutdown ritual. 